everybody to another episode of Mind Over Matter. This episode is more geared towards religion, so spoiler, if you're not into religion or it triggers you, go ahead and just click off this right now. But a couple weeks ago, I had a, like a religious awakening almost, a speed bump. I had a couple questions to ask myself, and so I asked them to Kevin, and of course Kevin had the idea of bringing them to everybody, so... We brought it to a couple other people. We got Devo and Brandon on here today to talk about it. Two good, good qualified people to come on and talk about it. We got some good stuff in here, fellas. Um, go ahead and hit, hit them links below. We got the uh, website up, merch drop, all that good stuff. Thanks, everyone, for the support, and hope you enjoy the show. And we're live. Uh, let's go, baby. Starting off how Devo in the building, KD in the building, Brandon in the building, T-Rev. Let's go. We got a four-way for the first time, fellas. How are we feeling? Great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we, uh, we don't really have too much of an agenda here, which is uh, I'm very, very happy about because we got four people. We're going to have a lot to say. Let's dive deep on that one. And Devo, I know you got one in the chamber. <laughs> you ready, man? Yeah. <clears throat> you ready to hear it, dude? Let's do it. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> Have you ever been slapped by a wet spaghetti noodle by your uncle's gay boyfriend and forced to drink warm mayonnaise on the 4th of July under the sparkle of America with the scorching heat from Satan's asshole while getting bathed by a monkey from the movie Planet of the Apes while that monkey is eating a taco from Jack in the Crack, which is the biggest plot in this entire intro? That's what it's like to drive a Ford F-150. Superman actually was supposed to be named Ford Man, but they couldn't go with it because the sheer awesomeness and strength of the Ford F-150. You think you've seen everything America has to offer until year in and year out. The Ford F-150 brings you something new and more powerful before. You think a Panzer could even try to stop a Ford F-150? There is no possible chance. You know the true reason Hitler lost World War II. Ford F-150. Built tough. Available at Walmart. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's all my notes. God damn it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> fucking Ford paying to write that? God damn it. Dude, how are we going to stop that? I feel like that's uh, the end of All right. I'm well, saying in the chat, dude. That, uh, we got merch live. Thank you, everybody, for supporting us. Link's down in the description. Uh, go support Ford. Go support us, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> no. <What>? Uh, <laughs> What did it sound like? Fucking two minutes? Yeah, dude. <laughs> right then, I'll forget. Uh, okay, look at your phone, bro. That's all I have. God, oh, no. All right. All right. So, uh, I've run into a couple issues recently. And, uh, of course, uh, by coincidence, Steve Harvey popped up on my YouTube channel. Uh, under the suggested so your boy watched him i'm a big fan of family feud and i know he's got a morning show by coincidence steve harvey in the morning you already know and so i tapped in and i think i'm a believer in god now really? uh, what he said uh, uh, 
No, it's basically um I've been looking all around like as Devo said already we covered that um each episode I've mentioned coincidences and I don't know where they're coming from and it's taping taking up a lot of my mind and brain power trying to figure out where all these coincidences come from and then I watched Steve Harvey today on YouTube just an hour-long clip I can link it down below and he was saying everything that I've been thinking he's been saying or he was saying but also putting uh, like got like fitting God into it somehow and I was like wait a minute Steve Harvey's rich I like his suits I've always idolized his suits got good suits bro. he's got nice teeth great mustache always wanted to look like him no uh, Always wanted to be like him, though. He's he's a funny guy. Funny guy has a great life, it seems like. And I was like, wait a minute. This guy's been preaching this shit for a minute. And so uh called Daler, let him know about that. And he came up with the idea of talking about our religious journeys and where we're at, where we're trying to go. If we're not trying to do that, though, uh, we didn't push this by Devo, so I don't know. But we could um, talk about that or spiritual journey. I was going to say, it don't have to be like a religious yeah. thing. It could be more of like a spiritual thing. Yeah, I know. I want to. I kind of want to just dive into Brandon's spiritual journey because he wanted me to hop on, but I wasn't like paying attention, I guess. Mm. wasn't woke. <laughs> okay. Man, so when you, when you talk about like you, you believe in God now, and I feel that like – when you think about the coincidences that happen in this world, we've already talked about previously that coincidences don't they don't happen. Uh, there's there's no such thing as coincidences, right? Right. There has to be some type of force at work, right? Yeah. And when you were talking, the first thing that I could think of is like, you know, you're listening to Steve Harvey, or like when you're doing something and you really resonate with that. There's a reason why you are supposed to hear that. You know what I mean? Like you are now at a point in your life where you were supposed to hear this message. You were supposed to receive this message and grow from that. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I agree. It's not a coincidence. It's been something I've been searching for too. So I've been trying to figure this out. I talked to uh, my whole health advisor or counselor or whatever you want to call for the VA like a month ago. Saying like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on, but think i should read the bible <laughs> just on my own time she's like yeah you should and then yeah this popped up and here we are but it's like also um steve Harvey grew up in cleveland so he's uh i guess you could say a little hood as am i so the way he speaks kevin you're muted the way he speaks really resonates with me just like the way the way he talks and the words he uses he just speaks facts straight facts he's not trying to like persuade you into thinking something like he's just literally talking from the heart yeah yeah what he thinks yeah kev oh working on it all right diva what you got I don't know, man. I uh, 
You asked if we were going to talk about coincidences, so here's your shot. I know. It, like, and I'm going to play, like, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to play the devil's advocate. Um, because, like, I'm not super, not super religious, but I fall more into the fucking North Pantheon type deal, you know? Um, but, like I brought up the other day, and, like, I'm not trying to shit on anyone's parade or anything, but just curious a coincidence or you know the time and everything like what's the difference of me shitting at 6 35 a.m versus 6 20 a.m what well like trevor and i were talking about coincidences and then trevor brought it up he's like well what if you missed a uh what, what if you missed a hectic car crash at 6 20 because you decided to take a shit at 6 30 and not 6 20 but yeah so like if that happened to you you would like what well, i mean like that—that's just something that happens. Like, but like, is everything a coincidence, or is like everything meant to be at that specific time? Fucking, why didn't you die then? Say, why didn't I die? Why didn't you die on the road then? Why didn't you get hit by? Why weren't you the one struck by that lightning that day? Because I'm a safe driver. Duh. So like, it's all just <laughs> up to chance, though. Like, are you even a person at that point? How are you not just a bunch of neurons firing? I basically am. I mean, oh you guys God. know me. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think you have, like, a soul? That's depressing. Like, do you have a That's soul? That's real funny, though? Kevin. Yeah, I just talked to the ginger about having a soul. I had yeah, right Yeah, real one. funny. Yeah, yeah. Ah, ha, ha. Ah, ha. So, oh, no. so, so the, the quick that. answer is no. Yeah, I, I don't have an I've been told all my life I don't have a soul. So, you, I mean, what do you think, though? I mean, I would assume so. Like, I got a conscience, so like that's something. I'm not We're an working. NPC in this world, at least. So, you like you like believe in the concept of the soul? Cause I mean, like, cause like, cause like, to me, if if we're not, if we don't think that we have souls and we're not like, like more than kind of people in like the, the abstract sense, then we're just a big collection of neurons firing and atoms put close together. It's like, what are we? We're really just nothing. Then it's all right. just up to chance. I like how. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember uh, Joe Rogan. He's talking about. Just a small snippet. He was like, I am a soul piloting this human flesh vehicle like or something vehicle. along the lines of that, right? Yeah. And what I took from that was, you're right. Like, I am a soul in this human body having a human experience, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we definitely have a soul. And I think that we have a separate mind, which is tied to the world, if that makes sense. Like you're, everything that you have taken on up to this point, you know, you, you've learned, you've uh, taken on uh, a certain culture, a certain education, right? You had a certain upbringing, you had a certain religion. You had all these things that kind of formed what your mind is and how your mind thinks, but your soul deep down is is an entity that is just yeah your soul like 
Yeah, a good way to like explain it is like a gut feeling. Yeah. A gut feeling is your soul. Is your soul talking to you? Uh, no, I mean I can I can kind of see where Diva is coming from on that though. Like, all a gut feeling is is like your instincts kind of kicking in, and like that only kind yeah. of happens through evolution. Is your soul kicking in? Your mind stopping? I don't. I mean, if it's like a gut feeling, like I just don't feel right about it, like. I think my mind is still working. Like I think your mind inspires the soul what to do. Yeah, it's like my mind is like being aided now. The question is being aided by by what or whom, right? Because you could you could just as easily attribute that to you know evolution as you could something more spiritual. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, okay. What do you attribute it to? Right. I think no matter what, whatever you're attributed to, deep down, you know right from wrong. Yeah. Like, if you, you know, if someone told you to kill somebody, you know deep down. Depend on who, yeah. What's right or wrong. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If, even if it is someone, okay, even if it is fucking Hitler, all right? Not vouching for him in any way, however, you know that as a person, killing another person would be wrong, deep down, right? But your mind, however, has put together the facts of everything that Hitler has done, so your mm -hmm. mind would be telling you, no, this dude needs to die because he's going to create some, some, some fuckery, right? Huh. But deep down, yeah. you know, killing another human being is wrong you don't you don't you don't have that i don't want to say right to to choose who lives or dies because in that in a religious sense is you're playing god you're choosing who gets to live and who dies yeah that's why you say everyone gets to live what do you well, like that's like what you're saying like you know not to murder everyone so if you live by everyone gets to live then you don't have to choose you're not playing god he is right how would a soldier reconcile that, though? Like, if we're in positions where we may have to take someone's life. The, like, the soldier has to believe that he's taking the life for a good reason. Mm, if he yeah. doesn't, then you don't have a good soldier. You have, you have a robot. Yeah, someone that's just following orders. Yeah. Like, at the, uh, have you all seen the Planet of the Apes movie? I think it's the second but, one. No, it's, no. Mother, have you seen it, Devo? Yeah, I'm just laughing because he brought up Taylor. He brought up Planet of the Apes. My intro was really good. <laughs> it's a fucking good intro, dude. Hey, we're t hey, we're trying to catch all spectrums, buddy. Yeah, no, where he's holding on to the evil monkey, and the evil monkey's like, "Ape, no kill ape," and he goes, "You are no ape," and he fucking lets him die, dude. Bro, spoiler. All right. Jesus bro, that movie's Christ, fucking came bro. out like 2014, bro. If you <laughs> haven't seen it, like, bro, if, if you Jesus Christ, now, yeah, Koba dies, bro. Shout out to Koba. No, but it was, it was, uh, it did get to a point where, like, I was almost frustrated that I didn't know the answer, that I didn't know the how to everything, because we know the who, what, where. Like, I, me, I'm here. 
why God put me here to do what I have to figure out what to do what. Oh. And then, and then, uh, the how, but like, how did we get here? And then I was listening to all these scientists speak on Lex Friedman. I could link those down below. And even they were religious. And I was like, bro. So these guys who've been studying this shit their whole life, trying to literally figure out how to create more life to figure out how we got here. And even their religious, because they still don't have the answer. You know what that is, dude, is the Dunning-Kruger effect. Have y'all heard of that? No. It's basically like people who know a little bit about something are really confident that they know a lot, but people that actually know a lot realize that there's a lot that they don't know. I love that. Like, like that makes business. Sense. Like supply and demand, KD? Shut the fuck up, Devo. <laughs> Devo, do you no, not like, know supply and demand, bro? Let me get fucking J.O. on here. Learn you up, Devo. <laughs> No, that's an inside joke, bro. If you know, you know. No, but pr- pretty much, though, like, if you got, like, a newer guy, like, at maintenance or whatever, he thinks he knows everything. But the dude that actually knows everything realizes how much he doesn't know. Yeah. So I think that's what you have there is, like, you have these scientists, and they realize that it's, like, there's so much that an equation can't solve. And then it's, like, well, okay, how do you reconcile that? Yeah. If you, Especially if you're a scientist. It's, like, everything in your life is, like, you have equations for everything. You put shit in calculators. I don't know how exactly it works, but like you just kind of figure shit out. But then it's so like you well, pour it from one beaker to the other. Yeah. And then, and then back into the other one. And then you and just then keep going back and forth with a lab coat on. Yeah. But it's like when you kind of encounter something that you can't do that with, what do you, what do you attribute that to? So yeah, so you, that's basically what that, happened to me. What do you mean? Sorry, I was gonna like, say, when you bringing that up, Kevin, that kind of helps me answer some of Trevor's questions, the who, why, who, what, when, where, how. And you have some of the answers, right? Who, you, where, you're here on this earth, why, who fucking knows. Yeah. Um, but it kind of makes some of those questions irrelevant, right? You're saying, like, these scientists are trying to figure out, or you said... The more you learn, the more you discover that you don't know, right? Yeah. And to yeah. me, that kind of points to the what or the why or the how isn't really irrelevant. The what is to have a human experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that, that is very vague because everyone's experience is going to differ, you know, and it's up to you to interpret it what your reasoning is i guess only you know yeah so steve harvey put it this way he said uh find out what your gift is because everyone's been given a gift and what your gift is is whatever comes easiest to you and you're good at it so for me like i'm i'm easiest at helping people and i enjoy doing it that's just what comes easiest to me I'm easiest, or I'm best at thinking. That's just what comes easiest to me, and I enjoy doing it. So I need to put these together. Boom, now we got something going. You know what I'm saying? Yep. 
So it's it's all up to you. only you know. You can't you can't bring your imagination to someone else or your dream or what you want to do to someone else. They don't know. They will not know. I texted Taylor a Steve Harvey quote again and it was uh you it you can't bring your imagination, your big imagination to this small-minded person. They're going to easily shoot it down cuz they can't see it. Of course they're going to be like, "Dude, yeah, good luck." When I go tell someone I'm going to own a gym, of course they're going to be like, "Yeah, okay, dude, good luck." Because they can't see it. I can right. see it. I can see my logo on the front building right now. But, like, and they don't... Know. Sorry, go ahead, Kevin. No, I'm sorry. They don't, they don't know how much they don't know. Yeah. And you thinking, like, you seeing that, you, you can see your logo on the front building. You are manifesting your future. You can see the future that you want ahead of you. Like, yeah. you've started this podcast, and it's been successful... You know, you are working towards the steps to putting that logo on a building. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're you're manifesting something in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that I ended up uh, deciding I want to go to church Sunday. So I will be there. Um, but there's just a lot, like, uh, asking you shall receive. He was talking about that. And you can ask, you can ask, but you're not going to receive it if you have no room to receive it. So if you have this old, like, one of his things was, Mom, I'm coming home. I'm coming home every day for my job, and I'm saying, Mom, I'm going to buy a new car. And she kept doubting me. Hey, your old car's in the back. Come home the next day. Mom, I'm buying a new car. And he kept doing it for two weeks. And his mom said, your old car's in the back. Finally, he got the old car. Boom. Now he's got a new car. Mom, I got a new car. She said, you're not going to be able to receive a gift if your old bullshit is still right there. You have to make room for it. Yeah. Almost like you have to let go of something to make room for the thing that you want. Close one door, another opens. Absolutely. I mean, I've always said, bro, like energy isn't created or destroyed. It's only transferred. Yes, sir. So like Devo, you said you believe in like a God per se? Multiple, yeah. Uh, Okay. Because that was like, it's it's a question that I've been trying to answer with people who like don't believe in any god. It's like, but they all seem to believe in aliens. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, do you see more evidence for aliens than you do evidence for God on Earth or a god? A god? I don't know, because like... I didn't grow up a whole Christian, Catholic, anything like that. I was just kind of given my own opportunity, and I didn't really take to it recently. But uh, I've always been interested in, like, different lores of gods and different mythologies and whatnot with Greek, Roman, Norse. uh, Oh, yeah. You know, and shit like that. So, like, that, in my head, makes more sense than just a singular god. And it's because whether people do the sacrifices or, you know, all that stuff, like, that's on them. But, like, just a god for each specific thing, it, like, breaks it down. It's like, this person's responsible for this, and this is this. And, like, like I don't know if you've ever been overwhelmed with work. No, never in my entire life. Right. No. What's that feel but like? Work? I don't know a single person that can manipulate and multitask to the extent 
that a singular god would. Mind you, he's a god, he can do whatever, but I just can't fathom a singular... A singular mind being able to multitask and break down, like equivalent in their head, just get everything out all at once, and so that's no. the hard part of. So this is my thing it. too. Yeah, I was, I thought that way too, and then my first question would be: Is do you think God is a person, like a human, like a person, one of us, one of us, and then, uh, one. Yeah. One and then the second is. The second is is we we can't picture something that does that much at one time. Like like Kevin was saying in one of our episodes, it was uh, we could picture one million, but it's harder to picture one billion. Yeah. Like our mind, you were not going to be able to picture it. So I qu- yeah. that's I realized I won't be able to picture this. Let me quit trying to figure this out. Someone already has it figured out. <laughs> yeah. Let me hit on this too. So I know we talked about um, a few episodes ago, and this is not me shitting on religion, but religion to me is man's interpretation of what is, right? Of God, of life, whatever you want to call it. And I think, Devo, the problem that you're having is that you are seeing it from your mind's perspective. You can, you're trying to, you're trying to fit God into your life. I, I, I think I know God. And a god is a huge entity, and you're trying to fit it into this box that humans can understand. And I, you said you didn't grow up uh, religious. I grew up somewhat Christian, somewhat, but I was rebellious. And that never made sense to me. You know, that same thing. Like, there's no way that someone can control all of this. You know what I mean? But that is me trying to fit God into this human mind. Right, you have to think outside of the mind. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got you. Do you think God is a, a, just... a human person? No. Uh, or is that what you picture? Like, if that's what I picture. Technically, yes, because that's what's always been advertised. Yeah. See, that's what I picture right? too, and then I realize like that's it doesn't. Advertised. We don't. It doesn't have to be a person. It's most likely not a human person. Well, I, th- I think it's only advertised as a person because, like, how are you supposed to advertise some shit that, like, can work on a, a fourth dimension, let's say? It's the just spaghetti like. Spaghetti Monster? Yeah, no, shout out to Spaghetti the Monster. Pastafarians? Because, no. like. Hello? You know what I'm saying, though? Like, as, as humans, we think that, like, we're, like, we view ourselves as, like, the apex species. And it's like, okay, well, on Earth we are. But it's like. I, I don't think you could kind of extrapolate that to everything. Like, we're, we're not even off this planet sustainably. Like, there's got to be some alien that has, like, interplanetary life figured out. And it's like, if they got that figured out, you know, imagine what God could do. But it's like, I kind of think about it like if you kind of had, like, a window in front of me and it was like, okay, on the other end of this is God, I could probably look at it and I wouldn't see anything. Because, like, my mind can't interpret you know what that even is the picture he's trying to show you you know what i mean i think (laughs) yeah no it's some crazy (laughs) shit to think about bro like it's what's helped me is that 
And it, it kind of sounds like a cop-out, but it's easy to just say that God is everything. And, you know, I told you, I told you guys earlier that I'm an omniist, where I can see the truth in all religion. And I'm more Christian-based. I'm not a Christian, but I'm more Christian-based. And, you know, they, like, God created everything. God created the heavens and the earth, right? And uh, from a human standpoint, it's like, okay, God created a separate place called heaven and a separate place called hell. And apparently a place called earth. Um, but apparently. in the big picture, he created everything everything even even beyond what your mind can comprehend right and from like a like scientist standpoint that's including the universe but from an even bigger standpoint i wouldn't even know what to call it like this fucking dimension this this world you know but when you're trying to contain it in this box so that you can easier understand it because like that's all we can do though Right. No we have option. to have we have to have a like a beginning and an end. We have to have a you know our our lanes of fire if you will. This is all we can see and we have to understand what we can see. But what you have to realize is that there are worlds beyond that that you will never understand. So that is how to me I it, it's it's easy to say that God is everything. It's not I don't see God as a old dude old judgeful dude in the sky you know like what? Old Testament. god is it's what we're doing like what you know no you're it's hard because you got to find words for something that it's that hard to describe. explain yeah like, like it's, it's inexplainable kind of almost it almost yeah. transcends vocabulary yeah what yeah. about like demonic behavior like y'all think like not demons necessarily, but like evil, paranormal. Yeah, almost. Or like, I mean, like a very like an evil force. So like, I don't, you're uh, gonna have to dig deeper because I haven't thought about this yet. So you're gonna have to open me, my mind. Are you saying like, more. like from the Christian side? Do you believe in like the satanic? Like, yeah. there's a there there is an evil force that's pulling you towards evil. Yeah, I wasn't trying to be like specific to the Christian religion. No, like, no, that's just, that's the only way that I can. Yeah, 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 that's I why mean, I told you like, you're like, gonna have to open it up way more than for me here. Yeah, so like I think that there's such thing as evil behavior, right? Whether that's like comes from demons or some other, you know, malevolent force, who knows? But I think that a problem when a society becomes not religious is that evil is more allowed to kind of permeate everyone. And I, I definitely see some signs of that happening now where um, Americans as a whole, especially young ones, are not religious that much. And as a result, they're easier for an evil force to take over. Yeah. You know, I, I want to hurt someone's feelings with this. Send it, dude. Send it. So... It's going to hurt all the younger generation, but I feel like the reason why they aren't religious is because what does it give them? They they have expressed how entitled they are to everything, and a religion in their head 
without constantly, you know, giving or following it or anything. They just expect immediate results, and so they don't follow any type of religion. Yeah, and, like, all they would need to do is look at what a lack of religion gives you. I see anger. Evil. I see confusion. I see people that don't know why they're here or what they're doing. I see people that are easy to take advantage of. And I'll, I'll pose you this question. If you're completely atheistic, you don't believe in any God at all, where do you derive the value for human life? Because, like, if, if you're not religious, a life or a person, rather, is nothing but a collection of atoms. So how do you value a person being completely secular? To bring so, it back, though, it was. Okay. It sounded like you were talking about um the way to combat the evil force you think is here is through religion. Devo says the young kids aren't religious. Is there another way we could combat evil that isn't religion? I want. I want to say that I think that the reason why they're so deceptive to, like you said, anger and confusion, that itself is the evil. And I'm not not gotcha. vouching. Like, religion to me is a way to find God. But I don't think that Christianity is 100% true. I don't think that Hinduism is 100% true. I don't think Buddhism is 100% true. But I think that they are all avenues to discover who God is. Um, but these people, or this younger generation that <laughs> isn't religious, maybe it's because... I mean, we're almost at that age where... I mean, I have a kid, you know... We're at that age where, like, we're going to be bringing up the new generation. I feel like people are not pushing religion on their kids. They're kind of letting them choose what they want. And if you let someone choose what they want, what are they going to choose? Are they going to choose pleasure in the world, or are they going to choose... It's way easier to sit back and not look for the, the answer. Yeah. So like a kid isn't going to, no, he's not going to want to look, he's not going to want to go to church on Sunday. Why the fuck would he do that? He's got a video games. He's got friends yeah. he could go play baseball with. Like, got a the podcast fuck? Run. Yeah, you yeah. already know. I kind of think of it's like you're not really, like the kid's not doing what he wants. And like you're, you're not letting him do whatever he wants. What you're doing is stripping him of the tools he needs to protect himself from that's that's how i started to see it so devo you're kind of thinking about it let me break it down a little bit so like all these things that i've been using like gratitude um what else uh gratitude we'll just stick with that because that's where i'm stuck on right now but all the things that i was looking at to express my gratitude i have two arms i asked taylor today i i'm i need something because i'm hurting right now he's like dude you got good health and you got a roof over your head so like even gratitude i didn't learn until 
probably eight, ten months ago, just to practice gratitude daily. Imagine if I learned that as a kid, bro. Yeah. The easiest way to teach. Yeah, and the easiest way to teach it is through these stories, through the Bible, through religion. We don't have an answer to all these questions, but we can. the answer is God. And here are all these stories we can tell to give all these lessons and all these tools out. Think of the Bible as a toolbox. I think, too, like, just letting, like, telling your kids, too, that there is, like, evil forces in the world. I think that goes a long way because at least then they can recognize it. Like, as a kid, they're not going to have the ability to really combat a lot of these things, but they need to be able to recognize it. Yeah, so from for yeah. me, an example, prime example is my divorce. I didn't run into, like, real evil until then. I, I didn't even think it was a real thing. I got overseas. I thought I was just playing the big game. Got back home and I was like, this is evil. This is something I've never experienced. This is something I've never even been taught about. Never been. Like, I thought I could understand like World War II evil, all that evil. That's a large scale and it's kind of brushed over in school now anyways because it's just so saturated with bullshit I would say. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it's like all the answers are this one person. We could combat it with all these tools. Why not give it to you if if you can learn it at a young age without experiencing the evil yourself? Because yeah, I could have learned it, but the only way to learn it is repetition if I'm not experiencing it, for me at least. Repetition would have been Sunday school or whatever, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just speculating. And like the only way to go through it is to actually go through it. Yeah. You know, but, you can be taught it. You but I had told. no tools on how to you get can through be told. it. Yeah. You can be yeah. told all the evils of the world, yeah. and you can maybe understand it, but you won't actually understand it until you've been through it. Like, the people that I'm talking about are, like, the people that, like, take kids to drag shows and that try and get abortions when they're nine months pregnant. It's like, I definitely would classify that as evil behavior. And I think that if you you don't really have the ability to recognize that behavior, like, there's no way to prevent, like, protect your kids from being subjected to that. Because, like, it's like... The evil behavior is always going to be on the offense, man. And there's just oh, no yeah. Stopping. It's always looking to take over the world. Look exactly. At, look at communism trying to take over the world, and look what's not. The other side. Yeah. Supposedly. Like you, you, one side's always going to be on the offense, preying on things and people. Prey on my downfall. Like, yeah. Pray, yeah. No, but like, if you don't really have the – if you can't recognize that – it's coming for you anyway, you know. It'd be like going into battle without a gun. It's inevitable. Yeah. Like everyone always told me uh, it happens to everybody. So I was going deep in the slums, hurting, bro. Hurting. Deep down it's in depression. Real. Yeah. Could use a gallon a day if I could. Oh. And everyone said it happens to everyone, man. Like you just got to keep driving on. It happens to everyone. If it happens to everyone, why why didn't no one prepare me for this? 
If we you all knew it already happened to everyone. I hate that that phrase because to me when I hear that it happens to everyone, it makes me feel like right away off the top of the head, Little. it makes me feel like okay, this is normal, so I'm supposed to just brush it off. I'm supposed to just accept it as normal. But more recently, I've discovered that and I, I, this may not be their intention when they say it, but when people say that this happens to everyone, now it makes me think, well, I am not special. I am not the only person who has experienced this. There are other people who have experienced this. But where that phrase fucks you, like I said, is you kind of brush it off. You kind of play it off as normal. Oh, this is supposed to happen to everybody. But you're not, like Daler said, you're not given the tools to get past that, you know, and then deal with it in a healthy way. And it's not like it happens once either. Like, hey, I'm not I'm not only going through one bad thing in my life, so why would it not be smart to teach these kids how right. to combat that? Yeah. Because it's embarrassing to admit. It the is. reason why I say that is because... You know, as many times as you'll hear it nowadays, no one gives a shit about men's mental health, dude. Fact. Like you're Fact. fucking, you're a male, you're strong. Get the fuck over it. Um, like, why are you not helping yourself? Why are you not trying to take advantage of all these things that are available when there's not shit available or no one wants to listen because you are a male and it's your job to be strong and to do shit and not to give a shit. So there's no man that's gonna fucking up. And admit, yeah, dude, life fucking sucks right now. And so how are we supposed to combat it if nobody's looking into it or studying it or trying to figure out what works best for us? Yeah. Well, I think that's where religion comes in is because, like, even today, bro, I was, like, in the shower. Or, no, I think I was just coming back in from my outside. Yeah, I was sitting outside smoking and joking. And I was like, dude, I need something to get me out of this mindset. My mind was hurting before this, bro. Ask KD. I was some milk. I was hurting before this. So there you go. If you were hurt, if you're hurting right now, I was hurting about an hour ago. So <laughs> So it happens so it happens to everyone. Get over it. Um Yeah. Drive on. Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> I forgot where I was going, bro. <laughs> Damn well, it. so I, I, I want to go back to what Debo said, and I that's like a a generational problem, you know? The whole, you're a man, fucking deal with it, like you shouldn't have feelings. The truth is, is we all have fucking feelings. And I'm not saying that you should cry every time that you fucking feel something, but when you are feeling something, that that is, like, when you have emotions, that is your body's natural reaction to tell you that something is wrong. Like, when someone's yelling at you, you know, like, think about at work, when fucking E6 is yelling at you because you fucked up, your heart starts racing, you start, your blood starts pumping, you start getting heated, you kind of want to yell back. That is your body's natural reaction saying, this dude's a fucking asshole and he's yelling at me, and I'm getting pissed off about it, right? Not that you need to push those feelings aside and ignore them, but use those feelings to realize, okay... You know, I, you know, if, if you did fuck up, then use those feelings to be like, right, I did fuck up. 
and learn from that and fucking move on. Not move on and ignore it, but move on. Take what you need from it. Learn something from it. And don't do it again. Yeah, so that's how I got out of my mindset. It's like, I was like, man, so I have the answer. I just haven't spoken the answer. What am I still tripping for? Like, if I'm too much of a bitch to say it out loud and I've I've missed out on my opportunities, I've had an opportunity to say what's on my mind and I haven't quit tripping because now it's my fault. So I have two options. I could let someone know how I feel and why I'm hurting or I could suffer in silence. So this is where I was going earlier is it's not embarrassing when you're praying to God. Because a pr- a pr- that's, that's what I did. I needed to change my mindset. I went and I was like, all right, I'm going to go pray. First time in my life I've ever done that. And it was way different than what I thought it was supposed to be. I was able to just, like, talk. Like, what do you think it you was going to be? Like, like people people say it's like, you, you know, like it's like take a knee, close your eyes, hand, oh. on, the, hand oh. on the Bible. And, like, you got to do it before you go to bed, right when you wake up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people like are so rules, strict yeah. with it. Yeah. So I, I was like, look, I need to change my mindset. And it, it helped me out. So I don't know if it was, you know, God giving me the answer or if it was just me thinking about it, you know. Can I ask you a question, Trevor? Send it. When you were praying, you said that uh, you didn't have that feeling, right, of, like, being judged or, or whatever. Like you could just talk, yeah, and it felt good. Do you do you think it felt good because you were legitimately talking to God, or do you feel good because you didn't have to deal with the judgment of the world if you know another man heard you say? No, it's because I wasn't doing it alone. It's because I wasn't doing it alone. I, I it wasn't like I was so before I was tackling all my problems. It was. I mean, KD knows for sure. I'm sure Brandon knows. It was me up in my head, brainstorming ideas. What's the answer? Let me figure it out so I can solve it. But now it was like today, me praying. It was was my thinking, which I didn't know. I've, it's been hard for me to think recently, be more mindful. And it was like me talking to someone about my problems, knowing I'm the answer. The answer is in me. I already have the answer. So yeah. I'm literally just talking through the problem with somebody who's listening, who I know is listening. Because I know even if even if he's not up there, I'm at least talking to the spirit I believe is causing all these coincidences to happen. So if it's not God, I'm talking because I've been thinking since I started thinking about all this shit, since I started manifesting, like you said, I, I started this podcast. I'm hoping it becomes more successful. It starts pretty good right now. Hit the ground running. Let's go, baby. Yes, sir. You already know. But I'm no longer doing it alone. <laughs> like I, all these issues I run into, I have the answer. The answer's deep down in my brain, or it's up, and the coincidence is coming. I just got to believe the coincidence is coming. Pull yourself together and quit tripping, because you're in the process. Steve Harvey said. Wow. Dude, speaking of Steve Harvey, let me let me throw a bit in. You spoke earlier about how Steve Harvey says to like your your gift to this earth is to do 
like what you're good at and what you enjoy, right? Yeah. You said that you are good at thinking and you enjoy, you're good at helping people out and whatnot. So what happens when you can't think, right? And this isn't for everybody, but like for you, like you just said that you were having trouble thinking. How can oh, you pull it's yourself fuck, out it's of that It's a mess, blood? bro. It is a mess. Because if, if that's your gift and you're not yeah. doing your gift. Yeah, so it's, it's more of negative thoughts taking over my brain so I'm not thinking. So it's like I'm focused in on negative thoughts. I can't listen to a song because some itch situation is bothering me so much to where I can't think, literally, because I'm still thinking about the situation that happened six days ago. So I'm a mess because I, I'm, I'm literally not able to think. Do, do my gift what I was born to do, what I believe I was born to do, and what I believe I do better than most, and people are missing out if I'm not doing it. I'm, not long, I'm no longer able to provide the information I do through my thinking, if that makes sense. Now, all those people are suffering too because I haven't spoken out. So it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. To, in order to get out, my solution this time to get out was praying. Normally, I got, and normally it's the same thing. But the way I got to it this time was praying. So normally it is finding the answer and then realizing I have the answer. Calm down. You have the answer. All you got to do is speak it to existence. Salvation lies within, Trevor. Amen. Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Amen. No, no. dude. It's like it's, I, I just like the reflection part of it because it, 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 it's almost empowering, too, because you realize, like, whether that answer came to me or I already had it in me, I just had to find it. It's still a lot of legwork on your part. So it's not like, oh, you pray and like the answer just falls from the sky. So it's like, it is this very gratifying feeling, I think, to be like, oh, you know, because it's not like, like, it's a big, big kind of thing with us, like men, like we want to fucking fiction ourselves. <clears throat> and in a way, you kind of still are. You're just getting a little, little help with it. It's like the ultimate therapist, I think. And like like Trevor was saying, like when you're praying, I I want to say like on one hand, you don't know who you're who you're talking to. You might be talking to God, or you might literally just be having a conversation with you, with yourself. But you're talking through that problem, mm -hmm. and you very well might have the answer within you and you you just have to find it you have to like you said do the legwork you know and work through those issues and for some people probably talking it out loud to me i i call it being present like when you can just get rid of the distractions you stop thinking to me it's it's you stop thinking when you stop thinking about everything that's happening that's when you like can actually search for the answers. That's when you're your you know true I mean? self. Exactly. Because when you stop thinking, you have no more emotions. You're not thinking through your emotions. You're thinking through your true self. They kind of like your a loop in. Right. So, in basic, I I know all these basic training stories, right? But in basic, I had tried going to you know, church or whatever they would consider it on Sundays because it was just a, a classroom with people reading the Bible. Um, and 
at first, like I said, I didn't grow up religious, so at first it was kind of just a break from the army and just separating myself out, like recollecting my thoughts, like you guys said. But when we did praise or prayers, I felt like I wasn't talking to anyone and it was myself. Um, and then I didn't go to anything in AIT. I got to the unit, hung out here for like a year, year and a half. And one of the guys was like, dude, come to church with me. He's like, let's, let's just do this. So I went back and again, I felt like I was talking to no one during every prayer. It was just like my conscious. And this is where it's going to sound really weird. And I don't know how to explain it. But after getting into a more Norse pantheology type deal and like learning you know, about the lores and the different stories and the expressions and everything, explanations, um, I can pray to Odin. And, you know, at first, I, the first thing I say every time is like, you know, Odin, grant me strength. And as soon as I say that, I feel like I'm heard. And so how, like, how would you explain something like that? Because like you were saying, whether you don't know who you're actually talking to, it's someone just above. But like I was reaching out, couldn't get anything. And I did it multiple times, different years. And then now it's a different title in a sense. Um, and now I actually feel heard rather than just talking to myself. Or was it just I needed to grow in order to yeah. get something back? Yeah, you had to wait it out. That's what I think. You just had to wait it out to get your answer. Yeah, I think we could argue about which religion is correct for ever. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just think it kind of boils down to, like, what what speaks to you the most. Like, well, yeah, Kevin, we never dove in. When no one ever asked you your journey, like how you found God. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was <laughs> I, – I mean, I went to church in basic training, too. And it, like, just wasn't really my thing. Like, I went with my friend, Rand, just because, you know. But, like, I was like, you, Devo, like, I just didn't feel anything. And then uh, I was in Afghanistan for the COVID shit, and my homie asked me to come to a Bible study with him. And, like, we weren't doing anything. So I was like, I mean, shit, okay. Like, I got, like, literally I had no, nothing else to do. And so, like, I go to it, and, like, a lot of the shit that he's saying, like, makes sense to me. Like, it's stuff that, like, I could understand, I could kind of digest, and a lot of it just kind of clicked. And then it's like, well, okay, now I don't have to worry as much yep. about shit that I can't control because it wasn't in my hands in the first place. Yep. And that that just kind of led me, it was like um, like a snowball effect almost. Is like, once I saw that I could be happy relinquishing control of my life i could see how that applies to everything and then that got me you know down the gratitude path and then um got me wanting to like not pay it forward but kind of give back you know like i haven't fucking like i'm just me man but like i i definitely think like it's it's kind of hard to have the answers and not really want to like bring them up, you know, like I, I'd tell you about like, you know, that I believe in God. I wasn't quiet about that. But like the last thing I'm trying to do is like, oh, I'm a Christian. So like you should be too. Like the, I, there's nothing that fucking drives me up a wall more than like, oh, I'm this religion and you should be too. Honestly, that might be the answer to my question because I mean, I'm, I'm stubborn, hardhead, whatever you want to consider. And I hate being told or forced upon an idea. 
And so when I was in, you know, basic going through that, like I didn't get to get to have a say like, Oh, can we read this? Or can we talk about this? Or like, let me like get more knowledgeable about it and actually break things down. Um, but I've been doing this Norse thing by myself, doing the research, you know, doing what I can. And, you know, now I actually see something. So it might entirely be just from the fact that I finally wasn't forced for something. And yeah, I talked like about that think... on one of our episodes, man. It was like, it's finally not forced down my throat. What was it? Yeah. Oh, it was when I watched uh, Forrest Gump. Like it's finally, I finally stepped back and watched it like through the symbolism, symbolism aspect and all that. Like they talk about in school, like foreshadowing. Look at the foreshadow here. Check it out. But that was forced down my throat all growing up, and I never did it until about a month and a half ago, two months ago. I feel that, and that's why I say like I was, I grew up Christian, but I kind of had that rebellion against it because. And this may be true for anybody with any religion, but for me and Christianity in particular, like I felt like it was I was being force fed what to believe, and if you didn't believe what we believe, then you're wrong. And to go off of what Bebo was saying, like I think the reason why maybe you didn't have you, you didn't have that feeling or those answers that you were looking for the first time is because you already had that mindset of. You know, religion's never worked for me. Church has never worked for me. So this is this is not going to work. However, when you Boom. started doing your own work, yeah, and you said uh, Norse, pan- what panth- uh, yeah, pantheology? Pantheology, okay. Or pantheon, that is easy. your way of understanding God. Now, to you, and there's nothing wrong with this. To you, there may be many different gods. To me, I see God as all one thing, but. For you, what helps you was you did the work yourself and you were able to understand it. You were able to get some of the answers as you want. That's why I think like religions are, like I said, the pathway to find God. But you cannot find God unless you do it yourself. You know what I mean? Like nobody can tell you or show you who God is. They can show you the path via religion. But you cannot find God until you do it yourself. I want to play devil's advocate for you there. We were just talking earlier about how, you know, kids are growing up without religion. At what time should you either A, and it's sound bad, but what time do you either A, introduce them to the religion that you have or introduce them into other religions to let them branch? Because, like, I didn't find religion until I was, like, end of 22 23 years old you know and so like i i mean i'm a little fucked up i got Tourette's, but like <laughs> <laughs> but like oh, had me fooled I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah everyone's fucked up devo get over it yeah, but I'm, I'm saying like, <laughs> like i didn't turn out as a bad person or this evil spirit or anything like that and i had no religion until last year you know so no religion had you you didn't have religion but like he didn't know that though like i get what you're saying Devo. yeah yeah but like is it the religion that's going to make the generation or is it going to be the parents who actually enforce things to a certain extent i'm not saying be you know a, a hitler about it but like when do you start introducing religions into 
children's age groups. Brandon, answer that. You're the only that is a hard. That's a hard question. I feel like. I feel like, if you know your kid, can take information and actually learn from it, then start as early as possible. Um, but to me, like, I. I'm kind of on the same boat with you as as far as like finding religion at a later age, because like I said, I was, and my parents were not were not um, they didn't take me to church. Like I had cousins that went to church, aunt and uncles that went to church. Um, so my parents just kind of like every once in a while we would go to church, but my parents didn't like force it on me. And I don't know if I am mad about that. I wish maybe I wish that they would have been a little bit more hard because maybe I would have figured this out a lot sooner and i'm not saying i haven't figured out but i'm definitely a lot farther today than i was you know a few years ago um but i don't think really i don't think you need religion because no religion is a way to help you find god but I don't think that that's the only way to find God. I personally feel like I found God without religion. I was rebellious against religion. I thought religions were a made-up story. And I still kind of think that they're made-up stories in a way. However, I don't deny that there is some truth in all of them. You know what I mean? And I think once I kind of accepted that, that there was truth in all religions, like I said, every religion is a path towards God. And once I've accepted that there's truth in all of it, it kind of made one wide path that, okay, well, all of these, like, kind of make sense. Let me put all this together. Now I have one very, like, straightforward path towards God, and I don't need religion. I don't need – Yeah. I would like to read the Bible, but I don't need to read the Bible. Yeah, so I think – Understand. Yeah, I think my answer, off of, based off Brandon's answer, kind of, he made me think more about it. I learned – about religion like three days ago. <laughs> uh, but I I had the tools already. Like I said, all the shit I've been saying, Steve Harvey was saying just putting God after it. So I think for my kid, I want to show him, the, him or her, the tools that religion has given me. And then they can explore it on their own. Unless, yeah. unless who knows, I, I'm going to church this Sunday. Maybe I like going to church every Sunday. And then I'm like, hey, you want to try church with me? Be, I, they'll be like, why do you go to church? And I say, well, I go to church because of this. Hopefully it's an open-minded kid because it's me. Hello. And then they'll go to church. Yeah, I'm sure he won't be hard-headed as hell. No. I, I mean, I can tell you my kind of plan with that. Send. If y'all are the shit. Um, like... I kind of plan on raising my kids to not want to disappoint me. Like, I don't really think that, like, being a stern dickhead dad is, like, the way to go. I think your kids are going to be much better off if they don't want to disappoint you. So that's kind of where I'd start. But I I wouldn't necessarily kind of compel them to whatever religion that I'm doing. I would more introduce them to concepts like God and like evil. But I wouldn't say... Come with me to this Latin mass, for example. It would more yeah. just be like me kind of telling them about them on a conceptual level, but not not so much me saying, 
you know, you have to come to church with me. Like if they want yeah. to, so be it. They can come, obviously. But like, I just think that forcing kids to do something is really never going to work. Like if you tell anyone or really anyone to do anything, they're going to want to do the opposite, especially yep. a kid. So yep. I, I think it's it's just better to kind of teach them about these concepts and then let them kind of find their own path. Devo, what's your yeah. answer? Yeah, Devo. I'm interested. Do you have a kid? I do have a kid. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Man. You have a kid. <laughs> All right. Well, you got to uh, have thought about it a little bit. Well, I mean, yes and no. Like, I'm not, like, super religious, right? Like I said, I believe more into the Norse pantheon. Um, but with my kid, like, I don't go to church for anything Norse-wise. Like, it's all internal, in-house, whatever. But I sit here and do it real quick, you know? Um, but I don't know because, like, like I said, I was never religious growing up. And I turned out somewhat of a decent human being. Um, and so it's, like, kind of up to her. Like, I'm sure she'll hear it growing up through schools because I think – I was thinking about it when you guys were talking. I think one of the biggest times that religion affects a younger generation is that, like, four- to eight-year-old period. And I say that because when did your parents start letting you stay home by yourself? Mine still don't, actually. <laughs> He's at home right now. Yeah, my mom's like, in the other room. <laughs> my, my, my parents, it was around like 10 or 11, but I also had a brother. Yeah, I was going to say double digits is when I got yeah. Yeah. Right, I remember right walking around. home in, in elementary school, so yeah, like 10. Like, right, right around 10. Like that, My brother was the same age, so there was two of us, you know, basically made us a 20-year-old. Um, but, like, you aren't going to find a babysitter, or not everyone will find a babysitter from the age 4 to 10 every Sunday. And so what are they going to do? They're going to bring their kids to church, whether they become rebellious, whether they believe it or not. Like, I think that is one of the biggest times that religion mm. is going to have an effect, yeah. whether it's positive or negative. Yeah. That's a hard one. I like, think I, about that. Like I, uh, I would like to explore churches. I'm kind of on Trevor's level. I would like to explore different churches, and I, I'm kind of curious what church you're you're gonna go to. But I would like to explore different churches, but I don't plan on making it a habit because I don't think that I I don't feel like I need that. I don't need to go to church every Sunday to feel sane, you know. So I. I can't really answer that because I don't think that it, I'm going to need to take my kid to church unless she wants to, you know. But I do want to ask you, how old is your daughter? Two and a half. So you said that you grew up without religion and you turned out decent. Alive. <laughs> do you want your kid to turn out decent like you or do you want her to conquer the world? And do better than yeah, you. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. If I ever learned about religion at age four, like you're saying it was, I could only imagine where I'd be at. And it may not be religion itself, but I I I think finding God is a is a better term. Whether yeah. that be through religion or through your own spirituality or through Norse Pantheon. Whatever your course is, 
I feel like finding God and realizing that, like we talked about before, that you do have the answers within yourself. You just have to do the work to find that. Yeah. So, to go off that, you said earlier that we, as humans, have to have this box to just just to get all the answers you know to make have something make sense right and how and mind you like with trevor three days ago me last year kevin you know whenever he deployed two three years ago whatever it was right um like if we're just now getting a general understanding or concept or belief of this god figure how are you going to explain this to a four-year-old? You don't. And how are they going to like even just a concept behind it? Like, yeah, hey, like it's like, I can't even break it down into that. And so, especially with the Norse pantheon, it, like it's a difficult one because like I'm gonna have to tell my four-year-old like, hey, there's a god for everything in a sense, and like. Oh, if you want to fight someone, this is the god that you would, you know, talk to or look into. And like we, uh, I was looking up uh, Fenrir, who is big in Norse mythology, and he is a big ass dog. And so my kid, mind you, she's two and a half, and she's like in her little Paw Patrol stage, but she sees it, and all she can say is "puppy." Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to break down the basic understanding or the reality of what this dog actually is um, because all she's going to be thinking about is puppy. And so there's no boxing it in for a child. Yeah. And so well, if you were going to start teaching, what would be the easiest way in order to explain this overall concept? Yeah, I don't think there's a easy way to explain it i think the easiest way to explain it is look i don't have an explanation but this is who i go to for an explanation no and also, yeah also you may not have to or get to teach a four-year-old what god is but you mentioned that the concepts i feel like maybe not at four but as they get older you can definitely explain the concepts of what you're talking about. You may not explain God itself, what it is. But you can definitely help with the concepts. And I think you were talking about, like, if you didn't grow up with religion. Well, I think as you go on with life, you are always going to come up with some issue in your life. That, like, I think even the most sheltered kid, like, you're still going to come up with problems in your life. And... You as a parent need to be you. You have to have a good understanding. And that in those time periods where your kid comes to you and they're upset, yeah. that's where you sit with where your kids is upset or whatever. That's where you say those concepts like practice gratitude. That's a concept from the Bible. Look, yeah. I learned yeah. this through this or whatever. You be open with your kid. But um, with that, fellas, I'm sorry we got to head out here. It is a little late. Sorry, we're at a uh, one ten on time, but uh, <clears throat> I apologize. Got some personal shit going on, but we will we will tap it. I do enjoy the four way convo. Gives me time to oh, think yeah. about what uh, the person is saying, so I could just kind of pass the convo on to someone else. So there will be more. Uh, there will be more. I know, dude. I know. 
right, well, let me at least just say my two other notes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. 30 seconds. Go for it. I mean, I had to take the notes. So there's that long paragraph. And then uh, this will be the next topic. Is this going to be an F-150 ad? No, not this time. Okay. Okay. Poop, Poop thoughts. That was just what was going on in my head at that time. And then the big question to end the night. Do you call it Caribbean or Caribbean? Neither. Are we talking about the movie or the place? <laughs> same spelling, same word, same place, bro. What the fuck? Wait, no, that's yeah, a good question because Caribbean I say pirates of the, I say pirates of the Caribbean, but I say Caribbean. I say Caribbean on both. Right. Hey, shout out to Johnny Depp. If you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Bro, Johnny Depp <laughs> listens to this show, dude. I'll fucking shame him. <laughs> What else you got, Devo? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Those are all my notes for the night. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, fellas, with that, I guess I can leave a a quote. This is a one that was very hard for me to understand, actually, from Steve Harvey. Uh, Justice is when you get what you deserve. Mercy is when you don't get what you deserve. Grace is when you get what you don't deserve. Justice is when you get what you deserve. Mercy is when you don't get what you deserve. Grace is when you get what you don't deserve. Hopefully I get some grace, bro. We could all use a little grace. Yes, sir. With that, fellas, glad you guys came on, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Uh